Welcome, folks, to the Goose Gossip Podcast. I'm your host, Levi Gerke. Thank you for tuning in. I have on a lot of great guests that come on to the show. Also have an Instagram and Facebook. Just look up the Goose Gossip Podcast. Helps you stay updated with new guest speakers as well as some great content. This podcast is brought to you by the following. Molt Gear. For 16 years, Molt Gear has been bringing the hunt hard, hunt alive philosophy with their lineup of calls, instructional material, and apparel. Each call is tuned by the owner of three-time World Live Goose Calling Champion Scott Trinan, based in the heart of Goose Country, Rochester, Minnesota. Check them out at www.moltgear.com. Dakota Decoy Company, established in 2007. Dakota Decoy Company has built and grown the company to offer a full lineup of top-quality decoys, blinds, and accessories that you, the demanding hunter, not only expects, but deserves. Located in Vermilion, South Dakota, along the Missouri River. Or check them out on www.dakotadecoy.com. Premium gunning decoys for demanding hunters. Mallard Bay is an Airbnb-style marketplace for discovering and booking guided hunting and fishing adventures. The Mallard Bay platform was built by sportsmen for sportsmen, and their mission is to help expand access to affordable and successful hunting by connecting you with verified outfitters across the U.S. You can browse trips and prices by state or species, select the dates you'd like to go, message outfitters, and make your deposit with a credit card. Fastest and easiest way to book a guided trip with a verified outfitter, go to www.mallardbay.com. Other guys outfitters, home to one of the biggest concentrations of waterfowl in the United States. Great people, great hunting. Reach out to them on their Instagram and message them to book your hunt now or you will not want to miss out on their hunts next year. Bourbon Media prides themselves in being the leader in all things digital marketing for the outdoors industry. Websites, social media management, paid advertising, SEO, logo and design, and content creations. Focus more on your business and let the professionals at Bourbon Media increase your company's digital profits. Contact them on Instagram or Facebook at Bourbon Media or reach out to them on their website at bourbon-media.com. Webfoot Waterfowl Co., the most comfortable and trustworthy lanyards you can buy. Many options available from color to size. Head over to their website, www.webfootwaterfowl.com. As well, you can find them on Instagram. Go check out their product. I have several of their lanyards. Love every single one I have. K2 Coolers, established in 2011 with a commitment to design a quality cooler that would give years of reliable service at very affordable prices. Located in Broussard, Louisiana, check them out at www.k2-coolers. When you think of K2 coolers, think real value, real cold. Big thank you out to all my listeners for enjoying this podcast as much as I do. It is great hearing from all the great feedback from all my listeners. Sit back and enjoy this episode. to another episode of the Goose Gossip Podcast. We've taken a little journey away from uh, the podcast, but we're back and rolling right now. And a special guest for the day is Zach Bozes. Zach, how does it go, my man? How's it going? Good. How about yourself? Oh, you know, just got home, fucking ran to Taco Bell, got my food, ate it while I was coming inside and got out of my work clothes and everything. So, you know, just rushing to get on this podcast with you because I'm excited for this one, you know? There you go. Well, now you're well fed and ready. You got my Baja Blast and everything next to me, you know, the whole runs. 
There you go. Where you at, my man? Uh, I'm sitting outside of a Taco Bell, actually. No, you better run over there and get a steak quesarito then. Yep, I was about to, and then you uh, called me. Oh so. shoot, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt your Taco Bell run. No, nah, it's no problem. Um, so no, exactly where do you live then? I live just outside of Detroit, Michigan. Oh no, kidding! Ooh, that is that yep. is that adventurous being around Detroit, Michigan, or you've been around it for a while where it just doesn't even bother you? Yeah, it doesn't bother me anymore, but. Yeah, there's some riffraff rolling around, but... <laughs> you lived here there? Yeah, you get used to it. I you, bet, yeah. yeah. You, you yep. lived there your entire life then? Yep, yeah, that's where I grew up. I've heard Michigan hunting is pretty exciting, and it's like un, it's undisclosed of like, excuse me, the amount of people that actually go there and hunt. Is that... Oh, yeah, I mean, you can do it all, too. Really? Is there... So, yep. You get into some diver duck hunting, too, with Lake Michigan being there, or not? Uh, I've never, like, went out and targeted them specifically, but... Like, we have divers coming to our decoys, but, I mean, yeah, it's a big thing. Do you do any kind of, like, uh, Lake Michigan fishing then? Uh, yeah, I've gone a couple times, but I kind of like the smaller, like, backwater stuff. But, oh, I got gotcha. you. So that's a big uh, part of our economy, those those guys that do the charters out there. So that's what I'm saying is that that's why I asked you because I went out there on a charter, uncharted charters. No, that's not promotional just when i was like i think like 13 or 14 we went with um these people and it was absolutely amazing we caught like 16 17 pound um chinook salmon and everything and i mean they didn't they didn't have to work it hard because we've went salmon fishing before but we weren't gonna diy the whole lake michigan you know thing so no, yeah that, yeah it's pretty tough but. so how long ago did you get into hunting has hunting have always been like a part of your life then uh yeah i grew up deer hunting with my dad and uh, I was, we were never too successful. I mean, he was when he was younger, but all the times that I went, I was never successful. And then I fell out of hunting. And uh, I want to say like four or five years ago, I got into waterfowl hunting. And uh, ever since then, I've been back into it full swing. But now Ooh. I got my dad into it. So Ooh, there you go. Uh, Who got you into no waterfowl? no more deer hunting going on. Uh, it was my college roommate, actually. Oh, do you ever yep. uh, give the old joking matter to him that he owes you a lot of money? Oh yeah, yeah. He says that too. That, yep. I always say I always say that to the guy that started off goose hunting with me because, or started me into goose hunting because, gosh, man, he even he even sold me one of the calls which would be molt gear when I first started into goose hunting because that's what he had and I was like, I wanted to do everything in the nature of what just happened in that day and it was just it was a skyrocket from that point on. Yep, it's a bank. Uh, it's a bank robbery. <laughs> it definitely is. So how long ago did you? Did you pick up a camera then? Uh, only about a year and a half ago. Wow, we're kind of on like the the same skip beat with that because I think it was I think it was about a year ago that I picked up mine. I mean, what was what was like the rundown with yourself when you picked up that first camera? Was it was it enlightenment or was it a, a constant drive that you had to take? Uh, a little bit of both. So like, so I've only been filming on like a mirrorless camera for a year and a half, but I've had like GoPros and I've been filming on my phone for like a couple seasons before. So I've always been like interested into the video, but the last year and a half I've really been uh, grinding to get better at it. But yeah, it's a lot of hard work and th a lot of time editing, yeah. a lot of time behind the camera too. Uh, the first video I ever seen of yours that was an edited video, it was, uh, it was the morning setup and you had some type of drone footage and it was like, the flow of the edited video you'll know this one that i'm talking about it's like yeah so this, the is you ready one with migos what's that 
Is it the one that's Is You Ready by Migos? Yes, 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 yes. Yep. Like the flow into the A-frame and then coming out of the A-frame and transitioning. Like as an editor, like do you ever like proficiently like, okay, this is how I want this like reel or this video to like proclaim itself when I get done. So that way when you're taking the photo or the videos, like you know that like, okay, I got to I gotta get this shot so that way it's in there. Or you just take a whole bunch of B-roll stuff and you go, okay, this song fits. I'm rocking with it. Um, so that day, actually, we were driving out in the truck to the field, and that song came on, and I was like, this is it. This is the song we're going to use. <laughs> and uh, I brought earbuds that day, and I was actually listening to the song while I was shooting it. Just giving yourself so, some, like, inspiration of, like, hey, right here, right here, right here? Yep, yeah, kind of. Okay. Just kind of, like, get that pacing right. And, like, when you're listening to the music you're about to edit to, it kind of it inspires me to... Like, it, it inspires my shots. Like, I see different stuff. And I'm like, oh, this will be sweet with this part. Or, like, the lyrics here. Like, he can, this guy can act that out. And it's, like, with the lyrics. So, just different stuff like that. Or, like, uh, before I go home and edit, I'll play the song in the car that I'm, I've been thinking of. And it just helps me, like, vibe out to the song before I throw it in the computer. You definitely have to, like, get with the song before you even want to post-product. Because you oh, yeah. have to feel that song... Like I just edited a video that um, I haven't posted yet and I don't think I'm going to post yet, but like I was listening to a whole bunch of like rock songs on the way back and from getting the footage and I was like, yep, this is the one just because I knew what I like. I didn't go to shoot for a specific reason. It was just for fun. And like on the way back, I was trying to pick a rock song and it was just like, oh my gosh, this is it. It's like kind of, it's like a hard, weird game of like picking a song because you want people to enjoy it. But at the same time, you want it to like be hype for yourself and like match the the theme of what you're shooting but sometimes the music isn't for everyone so it's like a, it's a hard ball game in my opinion but it doesn't seem like you even have a glimmer of care when it comes to it you're just like yep this is the one don't care what anybody thinks yep yeah i'm i get so much criticism i mean from even from my mom from my dad oh, like, okay, why, are yeah. you, why are you using that song and i'm like because it, it, it i like how it like looks with that song like I want you want to like portray stuff as it being like cooler than it is, right? So I can't do that with like a country song. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, picking a music is like one of the hardest things, and then like you know, matching up like them them beats and things of that nature to it is another thing. And it's like some of the clips that I imagine you use, even on the one that we're talking about, the Migos track one. Like some of them clips are probably so like generic or not just sorry so like generous to the whole video but they're so short you know like they have quality they have everything but they're so short to just to match that beat you know what i mean yep exactly that's another thing too it's all pacing it is all pacing. So it's like as, as much as you want to extend that clip and show the the next couple seconds of it that you thought were sweet it just doesn't fit it doesn't fit the edit so you can't use it but sometimes like that little montage look where everything's kind of just like flowing in front of your eyes like you're still picking up bits and pieces of it you're not getting like the full clip but you still get the idea and see today's or nowadays everybody has a short um attention span or not even that as as well as don't have much time to be on their phone you know i shouldn't even say that everybody has enough time to be on their phone but attention span is so short so you have to mimic that attention to those certain videos because if somebody's on tiktok or snapchat or instagram reels they're literally they're trying to swipe and get through as much stuff like that's what them things are designed for so you have to catch that pace and keep that pace or right off the bat if you have a minute plus video you have to have an attention grabber that is immaculate and it's hard to to, to weigh that because 
Is there a lot of videos where you get post-productive and you're like, this is the one I fucking love this. You post it and nobody likes it. Like I'm saying like to the, oh, back, yeah. to what you would think yep. like that gets the attention just because it's like, this is the one, you know, and ugh, just doesn't go anywhere. Yep. And that's like been a big problem for me recently. It's kind of been killing my motivation as I think I've been getting too caught up in likes and views and all yep. that. But at the end of the day, that's not really determining like what's a quality video. Like to me, the videos that I make, I love them. And you know, you're going to like them or you don't. So I've been, that's kind of been my learning curve recently has been the, just the stay patient with myself and just know that it's not all determined by the likes and the views and the followers and all that stuff doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day. No, it doesn't. And I, and see, I, I'm like a 50 50 right now. Eventually, you know, the path like for yourself too. I imagine the way you're talking is like, it's going to, it's going to dissipate, but I can agree with that. It's like kind of like a 50 50 where it's like the support from my friends constantly like hyping me up saying like, dude, this is really good. I'm like, nah. And they're like, yeah. And it's like, it's that kind of support that just like, it doesn't keep me going, but it's good to hear it. You know, it's one of those things that's just like an added bonus to what I'm doing because I'm constantly just sitting there smiling while I'm doing it. And I'm probably sure that you feel the same way. And that support from friends or family goes a long ways. Oh yeah. Yep. That means a lot more to me than like anyone liking and commenting on my videos. I mean, I love all the support that I get. Don't yep. get me wrong, but the it's people like a 50 that I'm 50. close to. Yep, exactly. I mean, the support from all the, I don't, I don't call them fans. You know, they're, they're, that's not what I call them. And the people that like and share or anything that you, you don't have an interconnection with, don't ever have speaking with like me and you, this is the first time I've ever talked on the phone and we've been liking each other stuff. And I, I remember when I first, <laughs> I first, uh, commented on one of your TikToks and you were, I was like, this, this isn't waiter gang. This is field gang or something like that. Cause you, <laughs> yep. yeah, you commented, where's the water? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. No, I was just talking shit and you took it. You didn't take it to heart. And I'm like, ah, I can get around this guy. And I think we, we didn't even ever talk to each other ever. Um, and then we started following each other on Instagram. And then, and then finally I was like, God, I got to reach out to this guy. Cause your, your edits are phenomenal. Like they just flow. And even your fishing ones, like they're just like, and I try to, I watch some of yours and I'm like, God, I, I, I don't copy you, but I'm like, God damn it. That's a good perspective. I'm going to try to keep that in the memory books, you know? Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I like that. I'm inspiring someone, so. Yeah, no, it. I feel like you put a lot of work and a lot of effort into it. That's why I asked, like, do you do that kind of, like, pre- or, like, pre-hunt like hunt or pre-fish, like, kind of, like, mentality of, like, okay, I kind of want this to turn out like this. And that's why I asked that. And, you know, if you're sitting there listening to the music while you're doing it, I might have to try that. So I'm going to keep that. Yeah, I'm telling you, too. try that out. Yeah. That's I did, a, the, so yeah. Was it one of those deals where... I guess, yeah, you said you drove and you were like, this is the song. And I mean, I hope that, I hope I get that because there's not many, there's not many songs. I have like over 3,000 songs on my phone. It's hard to just pick one, I guess. I have a, I have an edit playlist. So I'll shuffle that in the car. Because you know when you hear a song in the car and it like releases that like dopamine or serotonin, whatever it is, and you just like feel it. If you can keep that going while you're shooting, that's like how you really... You kill your video right there. It's funny that you say that because, you know, I just got into like this kind of like videography stuff. I am not proficient at all, but I started, um, I do a lot of driving for work and everything. Like I probably drove four hours today, but I started that kind of playlist and I'll just add to it, you know, and, and I'll add all sorts of kind of music. And what's great about Apple music is you can go into the search engine 
and don't hit my library, but hit like all or something like that. I can't remember. And then you hit it on shuffle. And then also there's like a little infinity sign. And once you hit shuffle and it keeps going, it plays songs just like it, but throughout the whole world. You know what I mean? So you yep, get to yeah, listen like to the recommended. Yep, exactly. Yep. So, and that's a good way to learn and find different music. I mean, not even just for editing, just for anybody that loves music. You know what I mean? Yep. But yeah, that's a big part of it for me is the music. All right, traveling. What was it? What was it like this year traveling? I know you've been beating around the bush, and I know, I know one place that you went because I I talked with one of the guys, but I want to hear you say it. Uh, down to Texas, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, I was down filming for Long Neck there for three days. I think it was. What'd you think of Cole? Cole's a good dude. Oh yeah, they're all good guys. They are. They all are. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun actually. So it was a way different than Michigan. <laughs> See, that's but, what. I'm... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, did you stay at the lodge then? Uh, yep. Right on. Where else did you go this year? Uh, that was it for... Oh, uh, really? You went to... Yep, yeah, that was it. You just went to Texas this year then? Yep, so like, at the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, gung-ho, I'm going to pick up a camera, and I'm going to get this thing rolling, and all that stuff, and then season rolled around, and I wanted to shoot my gun, and then, <laughs> I want to say like mid <laughs> mid-October... I was like, really, like I, I shot the first video and I got like addicted to the editing and the posting and all that. And then after that, I didn't pick up my gun really for the rest of the season. See, I got my new camera like right after, like literally right after like waterfall season ended, like goose season, like regular gray goose season. And I'm like, Gosh. yep. And so now with doing all this stuff, it's like so exciting to so anticipating waiting and like i'm probably not going to shoot a gun at all this year well okay i take that back probably like a couple times but <laughs> i'm gonna be yeah that's the what, that's my mentality too is I like this year i don't even care if i shoot my gun like right? i'm gonna make some moves this year what did your friends so. think about you bringing out the camera were they kind of like camera shy like oh what are you doing zach or were they like very supportive like out in the field of like okay man what do you want me to do or it was how was it with oh, your I friend base at first, I think they doubted me. Like they were like, "Oh, really? kid, you know what's what's he doing?" And then they see how the videos come out, and they're like, "That is amazing!" Like when you're shooting it, it does not look anything like how it comes out. And I think after that, that switch was flipped in their mind that they're gonna look like movie stars out there duck hunting. <laughs> but they, they've been all for it, so they love the camera coming. Good, good deal. See that, and yep. see when you get a good um, base of like everybody's on board, especially with a friend base like out there. It makes things so flowing too, because like you don't want the videos to feel like the people that you're filming, you can't make geese do certain things, but like the people that you're filming, you don't want to make it staged. You know, you want them to just nope. do their natural thing. Exactly. Because those are the videos that go far and look more realistic. You know, there, there is, there's a lot of staging in videos in photography, but that's, that's a dime or a dozen. Like that happens, you know? Yep. Yeah. I mean, we've staged some stuff, but like, if I see a cool shot, I'll have them like, like there's one TikTok where I have my buddy throw on his jacket and yeah. then I slow mode, uh, speed ramp that. And it came out sweet. Or like I seen his headlight, like glistening with the water specks in the air, the snow or something. And I say, all right, turn your head like stuff like that. I mean, you, see, that stuff's okay. But like to, you can't stage everything or it looks, uh, it looks like a video game. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? It no, looks like absolutely. too, like, yeah. 
What about what about YouTube? I mean, y- y- your YouTube videos are a little bit longer than obviously reels and everything of that nature. What is what is the post production for yourself like on that? It's like the flick of switch going from reels to a full like three minute, two minute video or whatever it would be. Um, has that transition ever affected your video editing, or has it just like this is just another video to edit? Uh yeah, definitely. I mean. I have more fun, honestly, editing the TikToks and the reels just because yeah. I have, like, I feel like I have more freedom with the music. So I want to keep, like, the YouTube uh, pages more professional. So That's I true. use, like, all, like, royalty-free music and stuff like that. And then uh, I've, I've still been trying to figure it out. I mean, I've only been filming for half the season, or this last season, and uh, now fishing. So, I mean, I don't know if I will be posting any fishing videos, but the learning curve, it wasn't too bad. I actually I enjoy the long edits because I get to show all the footage that I got. Well, if you're interested, you can come over to South Dakota and film in between um, September and November because we, ha- we we do really well over in South Dakota. But then like you can't shoot because you can't shoot a gun because uh, non-residents have to apply. I mean, if you want to apply, you're more than welcome to apply and come over. But I'm telling you, there is some great film to be caught and. If me and you were side by side filming on some hunts and sharing content, dude, oh, I would die. Yep, let's do it. I'm telling let's plan you, plan it after this. Let's plan it. I'm down. I am so down because your stuff and everything. And if you want to travel next year, dude, you can come hunt with us anytime, and and I'll be right beside you. So you, we can be the ones in the back, and we won't be alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, that'll be fun. We'll have some. You'll actually be able to talk to somebody. That's what I'm not ready for. The, be the be the person in the blind behind and not have any talk. Because I did that this snow goose season with some hunts, and they're all talking. They're like, "You good back there?" And I'm like, "Yeah." It's just like you're, you're left out of a lot of like the like the, the yep. fun part of the hunting, you know. But it's a part of it. Yep, that's happened to me a couple times too. But I kind of enjoy it. It's my own little area. <laughs> Yeah, the alone time from all the fucking weird talk that happens in the in the blinds. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> when does and your... shells hitting the camera and all that? <laughs> yeah. When does your Michigan uh, season start then for yourself? Is it is it September? Yeah, it's September first. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Because I yep. mean, um, if they open up, um, I think it is the August management for South Dakota. From August like twelfth to the end of September, you can shoot upwards of fifteen geese per person in south dakota so like dude you, you gotta jump over here when we got that cause oh like, yeah you get the piles we get the piles and constant content you know what i mean you can sit out there yep. for hours and just shoot geese and that's like numerous amounts of um content as well I had let's s- do it let's plan that that'd be fun absolutely i so I, when i was down in missouri um had some fellas there and they want me to come over to michigan but i mean I'll talk to you off air about why I can't go to Michigan with just like the timelines. I've got so much, like I got a short notice here in South Dakota and everything. So dude, I'm telling you, it'll be a blast though. Yep. I got some stuff planned coming up in September, but I mean, I'm sure we'll be able to work around it at some point. Yeah. But even we'll that. definitely do that. Yes. We'll a little collab. Collab. Um, what, what about TikTok? Hey, what, what's your feelings on TikTok? You got to like hit that fine line with the whole guidelines thing that it, it, it drives you insane to a point where it's like, I almost don't like posting on it because they just shy away from people like us. And it's so disturbing. And then the next slide you slide up, it's a girl basically half naked and they says in the guidelines, no nudity, nudity. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, it tore me apart. I deleted, like, I think 50 or 60 videos, and I told everyone I'm done on TikTok. So, I mean, all the there was more content up on the page 
and even on Instagram, I took down like all the photos, the old photos, and I was just sick of it. And I felt like Instagram has shut down my engagements and they take down all my stuff. It's just a pain, but it's something you got to work around if you want to do it. Yeah, especially with killing or fishing or anything like that in the outdoors, you, you, you have to watch yourself. And it it's so sad that we have to watch ourselves, what we post, when it's not political or anything. Like, it's life. It's literal life. You know what I mean? Like, this happened way before time that we were alive. And they want to alter it to a point where it just, it's, it's, it's immaculate on how they fucking process, how they want stuff to, to get proclaimed on their site, you know, Instagram or this and that and the other. I wish, um, what's his name? The guy that owns Tesla. Anyways, I wish he'd Elon. buy, in, yeah, I wish Elon would buy Instagram as well, but that probably would never happen, but that'd be so bad. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> yep. Me and my buddies are all saying we wish he bought TikTok so we could post our hunting edits. Oh my but, gosh. Yeah, that's yeah, even yep. better. Because I, I, I have posted so much stuff on TikTok and I deleted a whole bunch too, but like, it's just like you, you post stuff that almost looks like as hype as other videos and they get thousands and millions of likes. And then you post something that's somewhat similar, even in the hunting or finishing industry. And it's just like, you know, if you don't, it's like, when's that outbreak? You know, it's like kind of disturbing, but that relies back to like, oh, I, it's not about the likes or the follows, but it's like, why else would you post on TikTok? There is no... There is no other thing else but except for the huge amount of likes and huge amount of followers because it blows up so fast on TikTok, you know? Yep, exactly. And it's you kind of just got to know how to play the game. That's what I always say. Right. I'm, I like to make the videos, but I'm not good at playing the game of social media. I mean, I don't even really like social media, to be nah, honest. But the video it. thing is just kind of a creative outlet. And uh, it's just kind of tough. You got to dodge a lot of negativity. You got to dodge them taking down your videos. See, and, uh, what I like about... Instagram uh, as is that you can post on Instagram reels. Somebody can message you freely and it just comes in your request form and somebody can interact with you freely on TikTok. That person that wants to talk to you, you have to follow them. They have to follow you back or whatever to message. And it's like, it's just like once you get huge amounts of uh, like, say you would get a whole bunch of followers or whatever, you would never know to follow them back to see that message come in. You know what I mean? There's right. no notification yep. of requests or anything. So like, that's why I'm saying, like, TikTok is solely built for just likes and follows. Instagram, like, once you post on there, people can interact with you and, and either support you or ask questions or anything of that nature. And that's what's so great about Instagram. It's, it's not just a business page. It's an interacting page as well. Yep, I've never even thought about that, is that all the messages that we might have missed out on. But, yeah, see, I mean, I have a lot of people message me on Instagram. That's where all, most of the messages come through. I love them. I think I yep. think I wish more people would message me on Instagram. I really do. Yep. Like I just think it's anything. Cool. I mean, people ask me like, "Oh, give me some tips on like filming this. I want to start filming for this uh, thing at school. Like, would you have any tips on helping me?" And I'll shoot them a text and say, "Like, let me see your footage and see what you're working with. I'll give you some pointers." And people send me their footage and stuff. So that's pretty cool. I think that the networking from social media is great. I think the negativity that comes with it, that's the biggest downfall for sure. I had a guy that messaged me and he said, hey, can I get like 10 to 20 minutes of your time? I had to write an essay about something that for my senior project or whatever um, to pass my English class or something about like what I want to do or ask 
um, somebody that's in what I want to do, you know, like, so like I am doing podcasts and photos and stuff like that. And that's kind of, he wants to do photos and videography. And he asked me like 15 questions. I mean, he was a younger kid, like 18 years old. And dude, the questions he was asking were like full built. And I answered him fully. And he's like, dude, I didn't never thought you were going to message me back. And I'm like, dude, that's what this world is nowadays. It's like, people just think are scared to message other accounts and everything just because they're afraid of denial, you know? And I hate that. It drives me up a wall. I mean, some people are so, like, stuck up and oh, yeah. full of themselves that they'll never open that message. Or they'll never never take the minute to reply to that message, even if they're not going to take the phone call. But Oh, I'll take a phone I call I like the networking. I like, I like the people reaching out and people supporting the videos. And we get to say thank you. And it's pretty cool that, you know, all over the country, all over the world, you know, people can connect over just one topic of interest. So that's pretty cool to me. And that's the biggest like pro and con of social media. We could sit there and, and, and throw this ball back like we're pitching a baseball back and forth and, and conversating. That's like that's like social media. You can throw all the cons around and then the pros are right there in the back door laughing. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, dude. There there's it's always a devil's advocate. And there's, there's yep. never gonna be that fine line where it gets broke. We're like, oh, finally, it's over. No, it's gonna be like this forever. There's gonna be assholes on Facebook. There's gonna be assholes on Instagram. There's gonna be everyone there that's trying to nitpick at you. Yep. You can't pick and choose your haters. You can't. You just can't. <laughs> They're always gonna. Yeah, I've there. had some haters in my comments before asking, oh. uh, "Where's the water?" and uh, oh, like me, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, you're good. I love We've gotten some hate comments. So I, I've it's had a, so hard not to snap back. But I want it to be all positivity. I don't want to be someone that's giving out the negativity. And see, I'll have people message me, you know, negativity on the people that I've had on my podcast. And I just blatantly, dude, I'll, I won't argue with them. I'll just give them the facts. Like, one second. I'll just tell them straight up, like, I can't afford a lie detector. And I can't legally put somebody on a lie detector before I have them on, you know, it's, it's their fault if they sit there and lie through their teeth and it's defeating them. And then they go, well, you should do some investigating. I'm like, okay, like for a second yourself, how am I supposed to sit there and investigate you fully? I don't know you from Adam's apple or whatever, you know, that type of shit. It's like, it's like, I have to trust individual people on their content and how they speak. And that's it. And that's it. (sighs) Drives me up a wall. Yep. I have to say that a lot of critics. There is, but I have to. I'm free and open about shit that happens in my life because you, if if you don't, you're just fake to the system, you know. And then this is one of yep. the deals. I'm about as real as it gets. And you sound like the realest person out there too, you know. So I appreciate that. Um, Michigan is gonna be there for the rest of your life. Are you gonna take a? I bet you when you come to South Korea, you're like, "Fuck Michigan." No, I'm just kidding. But have you ever thought yeah. about moving? I mean, yeah, I just don't know where I want to go. Right, yeah, it's such a tough, uh, tough thing. But I don't know. So this season we'll be traveling. I'll be able to get to see more of the country. So maybe I'll get some ideas then. But until uh, until then, I don't know. Friends and family is always hard to leave, but I always put it at this way: you can always come back to home. I mean, I left home six years ago, seven years ago now, but now I'm still living in the home state. But I, I think greatly about leaving my state, but then again. You know, I drive her out in the country or do something in my state, and it's just like, gosh, I could never leave the state. And that goes for a lot of people in your home state. It's hard to leave your home state unless there's a stretch that's just so far that's like, 
or not a stretch, but like an experience that's like, okay, I, I can't give this up, you know? Yep. Yeah, if I were to move, I think I'd just move more uh, north in the state. That way I don't have to drive to go fishing and hunting and all that. But oh, are you in southern right Michigan now, then? Staying, yeah, Detroit is uh, way down. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't. I don't. I don't know geographically how stuff lays out, so I probably sounded stupid there. But that's okay. No, that's okay. Um, but. what about what about dreams for Mr. Zach? You got a you got a full out dream that you kind of want to pursue for the rest of your life. Let's put it this way: I've I haven't brought this question up in a long time, but like when I first started this, I asked people, "What's your five year plan?" Um, so I'm gonna ask you that: What is your five year plan, Zach? Um, probably just freelance around for a couple of years. And then hopefully start like a media and production company. It's a good dream. It's a good dream. Yep. And that doesn't have to be just in hunting too. I mean like all types of media. I already do like most of my work is actually outside of hunting and fishing. And like most people don't even see it. So, I mean, I really enjoy just being behind a camera and editing just in general. I could see myself doing that for the rest of my life, I think. What do you enjoy the most about yourself? Uh, What do you mean? I mean, so for, for myself, I enjoy that I'm a big people person and I try to, you know, hold my shoulders as the realest person I can and I enjoy life to its fullest. I mean, what do you enjoy the most about yourself? Um, I mean, I think just being so laid back, uh, positive, hardworking. Um, I mean, I'm not like easily bothered. Like I kind of just do my own thing. Just uh, the, I mean, that's, let, that's really all that's coming to the top of my head there. <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm, I'm like a person that asks is like very confusing and, and, and top or not top notch questions, but questions that aren't just dissolved on like, um, what do you eat for breakfast? You know, not shit like that, but right. um, I, what, what's a, what's a moving factor to your life where it's like, you can constantly drive yourself each day. Cause obviously there's a lot of days in life where you're like man, I don't want to get up or man, I don't want to go and record this video. What is there, is there a single driven thing in your life where it's like, okay, there it is. Like I, I gotta go do this. Uh, it's kind of just the self satisfaction, kind of like the discipline of doing it. I'm like a big routine person. Like I have, I have to have routines or else I won't get anything done. So it's kind of just like, if I break my routine, then I kind of fall apart. So it's kind of like, I just got to get another day in the books. There's like one step at a time kind of mentality. So yeah, there's no when the five year plan question comes along, it's it's not a you don't have um, like instant goals where it's like um, by the or by next year I wanna I wanna do this like it's just kind of like you were saying like the dice are rolling or is there is there, is there a limit or not a limit is there um, a time frame goal where it's like I want to reach this and like you have that above your head. Um, I mean, not really. I think that everything will fall into place on its own. It's just a matter of time. And it's just a matter of time of me putting the work in to get there, too. So I don't know exactly how long that'll take. But I'd say like within five to 10 years, I mean, most of my goals should be accomplished. How much time or how many times have you looked back on just even this last year with the path that you've taken? Have you looked back and you're like, wow, the stuff that I have done personally, like thinking about yourself it doesn't matter what other people think well it does but i'm saying your personal life you're like wow you look back a year later and you're like damn dude what why couldn't i start this way before yeah i've had that moment a couple times actually it is, is but it, it's it, pretty it's pretty amazing to me like just looking at the the 
improvement in the videos. And that's why I wish every day that I wouldn't have deleted all those TikToks just to show <laughs> the improvement. So I could look back and look at all my old edits and say and see where like how far I've come. But is it disturbing to the fact that you should have started a lot earlier? Because I get that a lot. Um, I mean, yes and no. I think everything happens for a reason. So right. I think that it was the right time and the right things fell into place and it all aligned. And now here we are. So yeah, timeline has that's kind of my mentality, you know. Yeah, timeline has a lot to do in life. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but it's just no, you're good. You gotta you gotta take what's given, you know. And as well, like not everything that maybe you have done in your life is completely just like there it is. Like, you know, there's so many times that God gives you opportunities and you have to succeed at those opportunities. He's not handing exactly. you them. You're like you have to. You have to drive yourself into them. You know what I mean? Like, yep. You you are so clueless to the point of the opportunity, and it's so disturbing. And then it happens, and then you're like, "What the fuck?" Like I I, yep. I did this, and it, and it don't add up. But it's like it's just timeline and efficiency of it. You know. Yep, and you don't really see it when it's happening. It's all no. after everything happens. You look back and you see it. Isn't that crazy? Like, like this season, I should have soaked up a lot. And I did, but I didn't because you look back and you're like, damn, I thought I was soaking it up, but it's like, it's gone just in the air. Yep. You know, it's just like, that was just yeah, a memory. Yeah, that's my now. biggest regret. Yeah, it was not picking up that camera quick, uh, sooner in the year. Because like you said, like you've messed with GoPros and your phone and all the time. It's kind of like the same story. I'm not sitting here trying to make myself similar to you or try to say I'm better than you or anything. I'm just like kind of reflecting on myself as well because it's kind of cool that like you started a year and a half ago. Like I started about a year ago. And it, it, it's, yep. it's one of those deals where it's like you always had the love of like photography or videography. But you never wanted to take that extra step to pick up the camera. Or you never thought, fuck, what's a camera going to do for quality? Like I'm doing just fine. And then it's like then you would take that extra step and it's like, wow, you can dig into a whole lot more of the passion of just photography and videography, you know, or just exactly. taking photos and videos, you know, GoPros and phones are a great way to say, see if you enjoy it or just a great way to memory catcher. But if you love it so much, you should do it more, you know, and can you speak on that for people that maybe kind of had this same feeling about what it was like for yourself, like that path, like a short um, description of like that path of like that click, you know? Yeah, well, I was kind of lucky. I got into a media company and we were shooting weddings and corporate stuff. And so I got to learn uh, a little bit about like running a camera. I pretty much taught myself all the editing. I didn't really get any help there, but that uh, gave me a lot of time behind the camera. A lot of hours were put in there. And I think that's the biggest thing. So if you love to do it, you just got to put the time in behind the camera and you're going to get better. It's kind of just like anything else, like running. If you run every day, the next time you run, you're bound to get a little bit quicker, run a little bit further. So it's kind of the same thing. So I have a lot of people reach out to me and like, um, like they want to start a podcast or they want to start doing camera work. Um, here's my question to you for them, you know, and this is a question you probably get a lot too, is they always ask like, ah, I really want to start that. And it's like, I always text them back, like, what's stopping you? And, you know, and that's always like a, it's just like, oh, this fucking asshole. But it, and then they think again, they're like, fuck, yeah, what is stopping yep. me? And then it's like, well, what made you want to start? And then you're like, well, I can tell you my story, but it's, it's not going to resolve around how you start. You know, you, you right. got to start it somehow. So like, what is one word or one sentence or you can enlighten on it as much as you want, but what do you tell people to 
inspire them to move forward on their like so or their dream you know everything is a dream but like what do you say to them to like kind of push them forward uh it's kind of just put the time in and take the leap i think taking the leap is the biggest part Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the diving board the when you climb up that long ladder and you're looking over Mm -hmm. the edge and it's so scary and then you jump and then you want to go on it 50 more times so that's kind of like how it is like your first video you go shoot for a client like you're gonna be you're gonna be shaken and then after you get the first one done, you're gonna be like, man, that wasn't so bad. And then the next one, you go in there without the nerves, and then you actually go like learn to love it. And that's it's kind of just the it's all everything's time. You just gotta put the time in. I like the analogy with the dive board or the diving board because I can relate to that so much because like I am afraid of heights, and there was always this big slide at this Wild Water West, which is in Sioux Falls. I would walk by it. I'm never going down that. I'm never going down that because I'm afraid of heights. Went down it once, and you know you got to walk up the huge stairs, and then the first time oh, I went yeah. down, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go down that again and again and again, and that's kind of the same um, perception. And I never looked at it that way. That's a cool way to think yep. about it. Because once you get that scare factor out of the way, it's it's just um, a mentality of, okay, I can do this again. Okay, wow, this is moving forward. This is really moving forward. Oh, shit, here's a fucking bump in the road. Okay, let, let's get over it, you know, because there's a lot of bumps in the road for anything you start. Like, yep. how many bumps in the road have you dealt with with either um, losing memory or you didn't get the shot you wanted to or the shot was out of focus? How many times has that happened? Oh, a million. <laughs> Isn't it? It's it's so frustrating because it could be the one that you enjoy the most. It could be the one that you know that is going to be the next video. And then it's like, gosh, that video that I was editing or that photo that I took out in the field looked great on my LCD screen. I thought I did everything right. And then it, it wasn't. Yep. And yeah, it, it's, a, it's a tricky game, that video especially. Uh, I think photos, you can you have a little wiggle room. Like you're not. Yeah. There's no movement. There's no, like, you know, when you move your camera, even like your exposure can change with video. I mean, same with photo too, but you're going to catch it on video. Like if there's a cloud, if this area over here is a shadow and over here, the highlights are blown out and you pan from over there to there. I mean, it's, and then it's hard. It's just, I think video is a lot harder, but. It, it really is. And it's, there's a lot more that goes into it because you have to pick the focal point for what you want to shoot. And then like once you're panning, you have to watch that focal point and make sure that it stays in focus. And, it, you know, camera specific on how well the, the AF is and everything like that as well. Like my camera does really well on it, but I still have to pick and choose where I want it, where I tell it to, you know, because of what yeah, I'm what trying to shoot. What are you shooting shoot. with, by the way? The R5. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because I it, 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 it does really well, but it's not to its full capability because i'm the one running it it's a great camera it's a very expensive camera but i not at its fullest capability but it gives me like a good running start you know what i'm saying but a lot of people ask me all the time they're like they're like what camera should i buy what what camera do you have and it's like it doesn't matter what camera i have it's it's, okay that came out terrible because you just asked but i'm saying like (laughs) i'm saying people that are trying to start into it they're like what camera do you have and it's like it, you should you don't you shouldn't buy this camera you should buy the camera that i started on or something that you can afford like anything yeah, that that's you, my biggest that's my biggest ask the question oh. is what camera do you use what's a good beginner camera and drives me nuts just a little bit it, yeah it's like i always tell them the most affordable one and then they go is this one good i don't know i'm canon guy i don't know what a nikon 3300 is or whatever it's like I yep i don't know what that is and you can't be mean because and if you just say, I don't know what it is, that's just disrespectful. So I just say, 
After that, I go, any camera is the first best camera, in my opinion. Yep, and I, I don't mean that in an offensive way. I just mean no. that, like, it kind of bothers me when someone asks what camera you, you're using because I feel like they're basing your work off of what equipment you're using. And at the end of the day, <sighs> that's not all it comes down to is the equipment. So that's, I, what, that's what bothers me about it. If I ever get somebody that goes, gosh, your camera takes really good videos or really good photos on I'll just keep my mouth shut, but it's like, if people knew, it took it took me to getting a photo or a camera and taking photography or not photography, but taking photos to see the perception of how great photos are and how great of an art it is, and then transferring to videos and then seeing like YouTube videos, like oh my god, their editing skills are just amazing. But before it was just a YouTube video. Now I look into it yep. like, dude, the hours they put into that. And, you know, and that's, yep. per, that's all perception. Yep. And I think, like I said, I was talking about earlier with video being harder. I don't mean to bash on the photographers. I just mean that mm-hmm. with video, there's a lot more moving parts. But, yeah, I get what you mean. I've never seen a movie the same way either. I'm always looking oh. at the framing and the lighting and all that stuff. It just ruins it for you. It does because you're just constantly like, I think I was watching a movie with the parents a couple days ago or something like that when I was staying at the house for a little bit during the road travel and. And I'm like, gosh, the way that they had to take that video, and they're just looking at me like, oh my gosh, man. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's funny. Yep, I yeah, know. I like, do that a lot too. I get a kick out of it, but it, it, it's perception. I mean, it all relies yep. around perception, and that relies on, dude, perception is like the biggest problem in nowadays life. I mean, you're talking, you're talking politics, you're talking social media, you're talking about people. All perception is just terrible because it. <sighs> Or it can be great. Like, if you have great perception in life, you will go far, you know? Instead of thinking negative, you should think positive. You know, until you know the yep. r- rules of the book of, like, okay, that person is bad. Like, I know it. Like, there is no perception. I know that motherfucker, you know? Yep. Yeah, someone told me. I was asking them about uh, someone I was, like, looking to work with. And they were like, well, I don't want to say anything. You form your own opinion about them. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, I shouldn't be trying to judge these people before I even meet them. So that was kind of an eye opener for me too. Yeah, see, that's that's a that's a traveling road that is hard to determine because it's like you want to trust their word, but at the same time you want to get your own perception, you know? Like cuz you can't believe yep. everything that someone says even if they're they're your dearest friend. But then again, the told you so's come around very often in this industry. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean in the hunting industry, everyone has something oh bad to say God. about everyone. It's, they do. It's amazing. It is the it is the biggest drama fest ever. And see, I ne- like when I first started hunting, I never thought in a million years that I would be getting into the industry, this 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 called industry, you know. And now yep. I love it so much, but then there's like road bumps that are so fucking huge that it's like wow you take a step back and you're like wow this is like high school on steroids but i don't even know that guy but we're drama fessing about each other about something and it's just like just stupid shit dude it's like what like this guy said this and this guy did that and it's like nah dude (laughs) why yeah that's why i'm just trying to stay in my own lane kind of if you don't mess with me i'm not messing with you kind of thing and i think that's how you get a lot done and in all industries and all ways of life not just hunting, but I've just noticed in hunting specifically that just the banter between groups is amazing. Oh, it, same thing goes for the fishing industry too, you know. <laughs> it's, yep. it's kind of funny. Oh yeah, but it, it's it, just a it's a very competitive. It is. It really is. is. What it all comes down to. Yep. It is very competitive, and it 
it's that disclosed thing that's like I'm with this person and and you're with this person and it's like God Doug, why 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 can't we just be friends like we both love this shit but we're doing work for this person and we're doing work for that person and they don't like each other that we work for and it's just like well we're still gonna become friends but we're just not gonna tell our boss or something like that you know <laughs> yeah exactly especially with the outfitters it's pretty cutthroat oh, yeah I'll never forget some of the stuff that happened with you know it's just like why though you know it's like I have to do this or that and the other and the third and it's like it's disturbing to the fact you know but it is a job at the end of the day when when you're in that line of field you know and and it's hard to lay that down you know yep i can't yep but i mean it's still it's just we gotta have some morals people it's just amazing to me that's why i kind of just like as much as i want the pages to blow up and for everyone to see the video work then i just know all the negative uh comments are gonna come with it but it's like people that they they just see you on the internet they don't know a thing about you right exactly and i've always told myself and i don't know if you think this too but it's like i'm like i'm a very generous and i'm very like general with myself where it's like if i ever get to the point where i like lose track of who i am because of who i've become then like my personality changes of like not being true to everyone and this and that i will literally delete everything like sell my podcast gear sell the name fuck not even sell the name just delete the account and just go ghost and go back to my normal self if i ever change yep yeah that's not a bad idea because i i mean i feel like that goes for a lot of people because you see people that have taken a path that way and it's disturbing like your own friends too sometimes and it's like I always feel like I'm like that way sometimes to my friends and I just feel terrible about it. I don't know if that, if you ever get that feeling. Yep. A little bit, especially with like going out on video shoots and getting invited to different places and stuff. And it's like, I can't bring you cause like you're not bringing anything for these people that are inviting me. And it's kind of just like an awkward situation, but it's nothing personal. I mean, that's like the only time I've really felt it, but growth is a weird gamble. You know, it is, it is yep. such a weird gamble. And once you get the people behind you that understand growth and whatever, and that it, it, it's that, it's that finding that fine line of the support, the growth that you have, you know, either family or friends or just new friends. I mean, I've, you gain and lose a lot of friends, um, doing whatever you yep. do in life. It doesn't matter. You, you gain and lose friends in anything you do. And it's just one of those battles that you got to take. Yep. I mean, everyone's supportive. It's just, uh, I just don't want anyone to feel left out and stuff. So I, I just feel bad sometimes, but are you excited? Eventually. What is it? I said, are you excited? Are you scared? Are you happy? Are you, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm looking forward to the season so much. No, you didn't let me finish my sentence. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, go ahead. I said, are you excited? Are you happy? Are you, um, now I lost my track. Okay. Are you excited, happy, scared, or extravagant? about the future of your life oh yeah i'm stoked are you okay like i said yeah yeah i'm looking forward to i think uh, a lot of opportunities are ahead so i'm really looking forward to it i always say i'm excited to see my own videos and like see what happens in the future like just see how like everything progresses and turns out but it's all in the journey all i gotta say too is yourself is take as many photos of like the people you go hunting with Cause that's what it narrows down to or the people you meet like selfies or group photos. Um, do all that kind yep. of stuff on your path. I'm man. bad at that too. Yeah. I'm bad. You got I've to. been trying to do that. Yeah. More. It's like film on my phone, like me filming and being out there doing it. So I don't have stuff to look back. It's not just the actual video coming out of the camera. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, take as many step backs as you can this next season too. Yep. Because you never know, you know, and you never know the next day that you're ever gonna meet that other person. And it's like, um, it's like a grain of salt meeting all new people because it's like you never know when you might see him again or you might not see him again for another two years. And that shit's scary, you know. Like you became good friends over one weekend. And it's like, okay, see you next time. And it's like, you yeah, never exactly. know when the next time is going to be. And then it just randomly happens, you know? Yep. Yep. That's happened a lot this past season, too. Yeah. I, it's, it's a love-hate relationship with that kind of theme of things, you know? It's like coming into the, into the whole hunting situation and, and, and Instagram business-wise, it's like you meet a whole bunch of friends and everything, like me and yourself. Like, it's just like when are we ever going to meet, you know, or this and that and the other, it's like, when it does happen, it's like, you, you come here or whatever. And it's like, Oh shit, you're gone. You know, it's like, fuck dude, a year yep. of build up for two fucking days. Are you kidding me or something? You know? Yep. Yeah. I feel that. It's, it's, I never even thought about that before. How quickly you're moving between different people and all the moving parts of the hunting and fishing stuff is just insane. What do you look forward to the most, um, towards this travel of, of your life then? um this like upcoming season is just meeting all the people making new cool. connections because i feel like especially with the outdoors like every video that i've come out with has led to a connection that's led to another connection that's led to another connection and it just keeps on going so i feel like this upcoming season is just going to be more and more networking and growing and i'm excited to see how my videos come out i feel like every video that i create i get a little bit better so i'm i'm ready to go now what could you tell Anybody that's listening to this, um, what is your mindset for a journey? Like, what is your greatest, like, inspiration to, like, continue this journey? You know what I mean? Like, I think I've asked kind of, like, the similar question, but I want to know, like, what makes you think that this journey is going to push you forward or what can you do to help other people, like, push a journey? Like, you know what I mean? Um, I kind of just have, like, the fire in my gut just to like go out there and get some stuff done and kind of like make a name for waiter gang and myself, not so much myself. Like I've never been like too like interested in becoming like a famous like influencer, if that makes sense. Like as, as Zach, yep. but I've more wanted to uh, like focus it towards like a company or a brand. So I'm still kind of trying to figure everything out, but I mean, it's just a, I have the hunger for it and it's just the means of figuring out how to get the A to B and then it's going to get done. So I feel like, I, I'm going to push on on my own question is like people always ask me or not ask me, but go like, dude, you're always traveling all over. And they're like, they probably think I'm like, like I have a lot of money. And it's like, dude, I, I want to, I went on my last weekend trip right here and I had like $200 in my account and <laughs> I spent $175 on that trip, $100 in gas, $75 in food. And I can't eat lunch or supper for the next two or three days because I had to eat granola <laughs> bars and Taco Bell was the last of my $19 and now I got to wait for my check on Friday. You know, it's, oh God. Yep. you have to push forward even though the bank account says no, like you have to, like you have your, you, like save up your money for your bills or whatever, but like thrive yourself. Yep. Like you don't have to live a perfect life during the week. Like, <laughs> like I'm not. Dude. But it, <laughs> if you had 200K in that account, would you be as hungry for success as you are exactly you know and that's like if you do succeed to a point where you're like you are making good money whatever you know you know yep. how to benefit yourself like okay i can 
I don't need that. Like, you know, I, I don't nope. need to go to eat a steak dinner tonight. I don't need to go golfing every night or something. I would love to go golfing every day, but I can't because I can't afford it anymore. I used to go golfing. Right. If, if I didn't start this podcast and everything, I would have been golfing tonight because it's a beautiful yep. night tonight. You know, it's just like, no. I love the golf, too. Oh, well, when you come to South Dakota, we're going golfing. Doesn't matter how Let's tired we are. Let's do it. We'll film a golf video. Oh. See, the best thing about it is, like, the my best friend, Drew, he's the one that uh, we, that does all the scouting and everything over there because I live an hour from the hometown. And, dude, that yep. guy can golf, dude. He would love that. Go golfing That'd and do some awesome. golfing videos. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well. I like to film everything, too. Oh, is that it? No, no, man. I I was just about to wrap it up, but what do you got? What else you got? Uh, I was just gonna say, I feel like filming everything will help you improve a lot too. I mean, I film like like weightlifting, cooking, mm. golfing, whatever it is, and I feel like just every video you can film, edit, and post. That's you get better. See, so. that's that's what I'm saying too. Because I the first like kind of like video edit I ever did was what the fuck was it? I think it was turkey. Okay, yeah, it was turkey, and then and then I did like just a video edited of my brother fish frying walleye. And that was a lot of fun. And then finally yep. did a fishing video. And now this weekend I'm going, um, Jeep, um, trail riding with my buddy, um, Luke that makes my lanyards. And yep. dude, I am so pumped to do that video. And I, we have five hours of driving and I am going to play music like a motherfucker and I'm going to pick and oh, choose yeah. with him what to pick. But yeah, Dude, I hey, bring them headphones. I'm yeah. telling you, it'll help you. I know. I need. I'll just bring my big Beats headphones, and everybody's be like, "What's he doing?" Oh, he's just jamming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it'll help you. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. But what I was gonna say is, we're gonna wrap this up so that we can get on the conversation about this South Dakota trip, my man. All right, let's do it. All right, viewers. This was Zach. Zach, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Take care, my friend. All right, you too.